0: Hey, listeners of the Missing Maura Murray podcast. We just wanted to share with you one of the most recent Crawlspace episodes. It is about the Brianna Maitland case and it is with Brianna's old friend, Katie. A very interesting uh, take on the whole disappearance. So, if you like what you hear, please subscribe to Crawlspace. Also, if you come coming to Crime Con this weekend in Indianapolis, come say hi to us. We will be in Podcast Row with a big crawlspace banner, and we'll be talking about Maura Murray with James Renner at a panel on Sunday. And Saturday, we are recording a live episode of Missing Maura Murray. So come join us for that. We think you'll enjoy it. Okay, thank you very much for listening. Welcome to Crawl Space. Tonight we have a really special episode with Brianna's friend, Katie Manning. Thanks to Chloe for setting this episode up. She's not here in the intro, but it's important to mention her because she got to know Katie. And in their conversations that they had, they talked about some really interesting things. More interesting than the things we have played before from Katie Manning.
1: Interesting and impactful, too. And... We've had internal conversations about whether or not this information should go out there, uh, and and to pretty much use Katie's words, it's it's time. Everyone's fed up. Everyone has has the thoughts and the opinions there, and no one's put it in a public forum. and And it's it's a general consensus for the most part. And it's time someone spoke up. and And Katie's good. She's 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 really badass about it. She. She knows what she's talking about, and and
0: there wasn't a whole lot of uh, ifs and buts in there. Follow us on Twitter at Crawl Space Pod. Thank you very much for listening. Welcome to Crawl Space, Katie. Thank you very much for coming on and talking with us. When you first heard that Bree had gone missing, what what did you think happened to her?
2: (sighs) Initially, I didn't believe it at all. I didn't. I thought maybe she was just not trying to talk to her parents for a while. Wasn't that the ordinary to do that at that age.
1: So how long was it before it became an issue
2: when they launched the first search party that's when it kind of got more real for me anyways i think for me and all of her friends at that point i remember hearing that they had found her tied to a tree in the woods in montgomery and in that moment it became real
1: who did you hear that from?
2: Oh, gosh. It was just a high school rumor. I really couldn't tell you who I heard it from first.
1: Okay, so it wasn't the case where somebody was found tied to a tree and there was an emergency that it might be her, and then the body was discovered to not be her. There was actually no body. It was a, it was a rumor. Right, right. Do you know who generated that rumor, or was it
0: just?
2: I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't.
0: Were there any sightings that felt legit to you or or you thought were real?
2: yeah, um the news channel I don't remember what channel news it was, whether it was five or three up here I had come to my house um, gosh, I think I was twenty, so about three years in, they'd come to my house with a surveillance video of a girl who looked moved just looked like it was Brianna in my eyes in Atlantic City and at that point my opinion changed 100% and I actually considered oh my god she's alive and I guess they chased that down and it was nothing but
1: when you say they that's the uh, Vermont state police yes and they did they get back to you and say this is nothing or you just didn't hear anything
2: I just didn't hear anything
0: So you now believe that wasn't Brianna?
2: I don't think so. No. I don't think she's been here for a long time. I think I remember seeing an interview with Kelly Maitland... Where she I think she and several other people really did think it was her at first too, but I think they were able to to clear up the footage and she saw the woman from a different angle and realized that it probably wasn't her, so that's that was my understanding, but maybe they found some other way to confirm or deny it
1: and you were twenty right, so you said it was three years into. Uh, Brianna's disappearance were people still maintaining some hope that she was out there that it was a runaway or what was the general feeling among her friends at the time and family
2: that's a hard question to answer um it depended on the day it I think that myself and I'll speak for my best friend Megan Jefferson I think that we believed there was hope at that point i don't know it's changed so much it really it's a roller coaster it it really really is there's no other way to explain it it's, she's alive she's dead she's alive she's dead she's i don't know
0: what do you think now
2: i think she's dead and i think it's been that's been the case since day 1 and being 16 17 in the moment of that and not not willing to accept the reality that such evil could be living in our backyard, I guess kind of, it just didn't hit for me. It wasn't, I don't know, but now, yeah, I 100% believe she's gone.
1: When you say uh hit in your backyard, you still live there, right? I do. What kept you there? Why didn't you leave?
2: I have left. <laughs> I've left and uh, I've come back and Now I stay because I have a four-year-old and what I see happen in the news here versus what I see happen in the news and it's the same in every state or, or we're looking good. I mean, per capita, it's crazy here, but I don't know. This is home. Do
0: you believe you know who's responsible for what happened to Brianna?
2: Responsible is in who took her life? No, but who do I believe? I believe 100% I know who could bring closure.
1: And being in that area, are you apprehensive around this person, people? Uh, do, are you afraid?
2: I, I wouldn't say afraid. Um, the feeling I get when I see these people is unlike anything I've ever felt but it's not fear.
1: Is there a way that you can elaborate a little bit on that because I I'm trying to put myself in your shoes and I I I don't maybe 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 you're
0: more brave than I am.
2: <laughs> yes,
0: I'll answer. Yes, you are.
2: <laughs> um there's one person in particular that I was close to out of <clears throat> these few guys. <clears throat> I almost said gentlemen. Um out of these few guys that he's the one that I see in my stomach. It just, I cringe. I, I sweat immediately. All I want to do is punch him in his face. <laughs> um, you know, he hugged me when I cried over this. And then minutes later would go and discuss with other people how he watched the life drain out of her. Like, it's just, I'm not afraid because I don't, I don't think that they are killers. I think that, this is the situation that went badly and they handled it the worst way they possibly could have handled it and I don't understand how how we're sitting here 13 plus years later and they haven't, he hasn't this one person um, hasn't owned up to it in any way shape or form
0: so what do you think happened?
2: um I think one way or another, how it was brought on, I don't know, but I think that drugs were involved and I think that Brianna consumed more than she should have, whether it was by force or by choice. I, I don't know enough to say, but, um, I believe that an overdose is what led to it. And, uh, maybe she could have been helped. maybe she couldn't have been a phone call that should have happened and they shouldn't have hit everything.
0: And then everyone just freaked out if, if she overdosed, and then they freaked out and tried to hide the fact that she freaked out because they were using drugs?
2: That's what I think, yeah.
0: How long after
1: her disappearance did you become aware of this person's involvement or these people being involved and formulate that theory?
2: The people involved have changed, but the one that I keep going back to is this one person has been mentioned from the second it happened. He's always somehow managed to be in the middle of every theory, it seems. So I don't know. I think I've, I've seen it the whole time. I just would have defended him the first few years afterwards. And wow.
1: <laughs> what do you mean defended him?
2: I thought he was my friend. I, I believed his innocence. I did. Um, I was as young and dumb as they came.
0: (laughs) Why do you think law enforcement hasn't made an arrest?
2: Because they can't. They don't have the evidence. They don't. They can't.
1: They don't have the evidence. They don't have anything connecting the person that you're talking about other than hearsay, right? Other than I heard him say this at a party or this person told me that he said this, and I'm sure if the police approach him and ask him, he's going to say no, and then at that point, I don't think that a judge will issue any search warrant or any sort of subpoena to do anything to to bring somebody like that in because you only have one shot if'm I'm, if I'm not mistaken. you can't you can't keep going at it until until you get um, until you get a conviction or a confession. What do you think it would take?
2: I think that pressure needs to be applied. I think... I know he isn't someone that can handle... If if they were to come to him and say, listen, this is happening. You're going to go to jail, and this is, you know, this is the rest of your life, or it's the rest of this other idiot's life. What do you want to do here? We know that you didn't... I don't know. I guess they can't say we know that you didn't kill her, but to say... You can lessen your charges by, but how could they ever do that without having proof to to press the charges? I think if the cops had done their job in the first place, obviously we'd be elsewhere. But
1: yeah, I'm not sure. I believe if you, I mean, what would the crime be if it wasn't intentional? Would it be manslaughter or would it be improperly disposing of a body? Because maybe these people just don't realize that it's not murder.
2: It be. I don't know what it would be. If I understand correctly, malice murder, there needed, there needed to be some sort of intention to kill. And you know, the crime that we're discussing right now is not that.
1: Right. You're talking premeditation versus opportunity versus accidental. There's so many different layers there. I'm I'm, I'm sure. I can imagine that there's a lot of anger among the group of uh, friends that, that you, that you, that you have that, you know, Brianna was a part of that group. Does it get easier as the years go by, or does it get, do you, do you get like more angry as the years go by?
2: I don't think that we get, or I don't get more angry. I'm, um, you get tired. You get, it gets old, you know? I had to step back from the vigil for a little bit. I had to step back from it all. Um, I just, it consumes you, you know? I've lost a lot of friends. I have. uh, I'm sure, as you know, drugs are a big issue up here. And uh, I've had more than my fair share go, but this is so different. Having no closure whatsoever, just the way it, it haunts you, it does. It just never fades away. That pain can come back the same as it was the first day you found out. 13 years later.
0: Would that pain alleviate at all if the case was solved?
2: I believe it would. I mean, yeah, yeah. you get that closure. I think. Yeah.
1: Do you mind if I uh, take it back just a little bit and uh, ask you a little bit about Brianna and when you knew her? Is there a, uh, is there a memory that stands out for you that, that you'd want to share?
2: Actually, Chloe, was nice enough to bring that back up for me. You know, I always think the negative. I always focus on since she's been gone. But uh, that conversation with Chloe brought back a lot of it for me. Um, There was one night Brianna and I, she decided that she wanted to dye her hair this crazy purple color i mean it's really common now to see girls have their hair like that but then it was just it didn't happen but uh yeah she wanted to dye her hair so we decided we would play hairdresser and go ahead and do that um in my mother's bathroom and uh she brie was always dancing around always acting just she was goofy so she had the hair dye in her hair this dark deep crazy red and she decided she was going to dance around my mother's bathroom my mother's white bathroom there's still paint on my mother's wall and uh, her, the side of her mirror and her sink from Brianna's hair. uh, I think we went through like six bath towels. We totally trashed the place doing her hair, that color, but uh, Hey, it looked good. (laughs)
1: That's, That's amazing. Uh, how did the two of you, and, and we heard the um, conversation, it was a great conversation that um, you were gracious enough to uh, allow Chloe to record. I, I really like the, uh, the, the story about how the two of you met. Um, I just kind of want to hear it from, from you.
2: Um, on the school bus. is how we met. <laughs> I was starting in a new high school uh, riding the bus. Cause that was cool. Uh, <laughs> so I climbed on the bus and, You know, you just get dirty looks. Everybody's looking you up and down. And there was Brianna in the middle of it all, patting her seat. You can sit with me. And I sat down with her, and she was telling me how pretty my hair was. And she was just, I don't know, she was just very inviting, (laughs) I guess.
0: How many people do you think know what what happened?
2: Uh, gosh, I don't know. At least four.
0: Are they all still in the area? Yep. One of the parts of
1: the of what we've read and and what's out there that just keeps gnawing at me, and I know that um, it's been looked into and dismissed was. The fact that her boyfriend saw her car that night or early that morning and didn't stop. And it just that whole scenario confuses me. Um, what's your feelings on that?
2: It's not that random up here to just drive by somebody's car. I mean then it wasn't I can say now I would think it weird if I drove by one of my girlfriend's cars parked in a field um to see the car parked like that obviously that that's different um I've heard how the car was originally not like that and then it was I think it was like that the whole time but to be partying in a field be it March wasn't that crazy to have happen up here um so for him to drive by and see it And not think much, it's pretty possible.
1: What's the story up there about what he was doing? Uh, Because what we've heard is that, until recently, that he was in Canada partying and he came back through. And he came back through at 2? 2? Four in the morning. He came back. Yeah, we've heard that he was in Canada partying, and he came back through at four in the morning and saw her car. Um, I just, I'm looking at your face right now, and it seems like you're a little skeptical of that. But I don't want to read into it too much. Uh, is and we've also heard other things. Um, and and it just there's there's something that I, we can't put our finger on. There's something that's just not connecting right there for us. It was a story always that he was in Canada partying and came back through it for and was like, oh, you know, I just didn't see her car. I mean, I just didn't uh, see her at the car and I told the cops everything. And I'm good.
2: That's been the story that I've heard all along, but I couldn't agree with you more. It's there's something missing there.
1: Is he still in the area?
2: Yes.
0: No and kidding. And that was her ex-boyfriend at the time, right?
2: Okay. I actually was just talking to his girlfriend earlier today, which is a little random. But she, she and James were still in pretty active contact. I thought that was my understanding. Like, wasn't she in his truck when when Keely punched her? Yes, yes. Okay, so, so they, but they weren't dating at the time, but they still were in contact. Right, there was a small group of us. that hung out and. In- Sometimes you dated your friends, I guess. (laughs) I stayed out of that. (laughs) I was the only one.
1: (laughs) Just to be clear for the listeners who are talking about, my bad, it wasn't her current boyfriend. It was her ex-boyfriend, James Robitelli. So James still lives in the area. And is there any time anybody talks to him about this? Or does he talk about it? Or is it... what
0: I guess I don't know the question I'm trying to ask. Well, you you met up with his girlfriend today. Like, obviously, it didn't come up, right? But has he ever talked to her about it or anything like that, you think?
1: Does it hang over people? Do you get the sense that it hangs over people?
2: I kind of would hope so. Um, I haven't... I've never had that conversation with her, so I wouldn't know, but I, I would hope so. I would imagine so. I've been questioned a 100 times over the years, so I would assume that it's the same for people on the other aspect.
1: You've been questioned by the, by the local police
0: or the state police?
2: The yeah. state police, yeah.
0: And what have you told them?
2: They've asked me literally the same questions. It was every two years, the majority of this time. And they would ask me the same questions every time. Have I heard anything new? Do I feel that they should contact anyone different? And do I feel like they're asking the same asking the right questions is what they would say to me. Like like I know what you're saying to other people in their interviews, but
0: And you've shared with them the stories about your your former friend who uh, who talked about seeing the light leaf for Brianna's eyes?
2: Sure have.
1: What's their reaction to that?
2: I don't even know if they've spoke to him since then. So I would hope so. But
1: is that is that name like a like a, a name of prominence up there the person we're talking about is it somebody who you know if if the police like are they above the law up there i'm trying to figure out is it a small town thing
2: it is a small town thing um his parents own a lot of land they do a lot of farming you know um as for above the law i i don't think so i think I think the cops feel like they attempted that and they missed and they can't really do that again without his father who specifically said, if you continue to do this, I'm going to file suit for harassment. So, I mean, they're kind of stuck there. They had uh, drained a manure pit at one of their properties. These people own, that I know of, for... Right. I mean, they're probably within about 10 to 15 miles of each other, but they had only gone to this one property. So when they said, oh, hey, can we, what about this place? They weren't having it.
1: They allowed them to search one. They drained a manure pit. Based on that, they wanted to search more properties. And that wasn't enough to say, hey, it doesn't matter what you think now. Because I guess right, anybody can just have a saw in a manure pit. It could just fall in. That's reasonable enough. No, I guess a judge wouldn't sign off on that.
0: Pro- probably then, not going to find any DNA in it, on yeah. it at that point. Absolutely right.
1: Man, that's frustrating. And this is why I asked a question before about do you get more? Ma- I feel like I just like stew on things so much. I get. I, I feel like I my head would explode after
0: thirteen years. Mm. Is that guy's father complicit, or is it, or is he just unaware of what, what uh, is going on with his son?
2: I think he's unaware, and that which he's been made aware of, he likes to pretend doesn't happen. He's got, you know, three sons, two of which are very successful, very different from this one. You know, this is his, his black sheep.
1: Yeah. I just learned what this term is, and I was so excited to use it in in a show if we got the opportunity to, um, because we always talk about not doing something just for the convenience of not being inconvenient, you know, you know, not to inconvenience your life. The cognitive dissidence, It sounds like there's a lot of cognitive dissidence up there, like you know it, but you, know, you don't really because it's going to be too much if it comes out.
0: Is there anything else that you want to say that you think um, we should ask or or that that you think needs to be out
2: there? Not that they'll listen to it, but I believe that those that are involved, um, do it now. Do it now before you're not given the chance, before you don't have the opportunity to cut the deal of a lifetime. Um, Sounds like we're finally coming to the end of this hell and i hope in turn each one of you gets yours